0: Welcome back, kids. Hey everyone. I don't know why I say kids. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of the <laughs> kids don't think our podcast <laughs> is dedicated towards kids. I think I just say that as like a phrase, right, but I should probably stop. It's okay. It's your, you're a millennial. It's okay. Well, I'm sure it's not politically correct. I've been really trying to like not offend anyone.
1: <laughs> I don't think you're offending anyone by saying kids. Uh, I mean, you never know what someone's boundary is. That's true. And that takes us into what we are going to talk about. Nice segue. Oh, but that was so unintentional.
0: But look at
1: me. Go with it. Go claim
0: it. I I planned that.
1: Yeah, you did. (laughs) We wanted to um, talk to you guys about kind of relationships and how to make them better or see what's, well, how do we know? Should we have the expertise at that because we're not experts at anything, but well, I kind of am, re- focus I'm on relationships. Relationship. Oh, are you? What are you an expert at? Girl, I am certified in couples and relationship counseling. <laughs> All right. That doesn't mean Take I it can... away, Priya. Take that it away. That doesn't
0: mean that I can apply it to my own life. But I can do help. you? Do you
1: apply it to your own life?
0: Literally, I just told you I don't. <laughs> but, <I'm just laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. I mean I I am technically considered an expert in it, but um yeah, I think like, well, I guess maybe the topic we can there's so much about relationships. They're not just like intimate or platonic, right? Like relationships yeah. mean like something between you and another person. Right. And yeah, absolutely. I think like since it's such a broad topic, like maybe we can like we've talked a little bit about like intentionality and stuff in our previous episodes, but like maybe this one we can focus on like boundaries and gaslighting and maybe like validation.
1: Yes. Gaslighting, such a hot topic that everyone thinks got famous through TikTok, but I always tell people when they make fun of me, I was like, sometimes TikTok helps you find the words that you've been wanting to say, but you just never knew how. So gaslighting for everyone who doesn't know, do you want to define it or should I? No, you go for it, girlfriend. Okay. So from what I heard, um, from what I saw, and then I researched more online, gaslighting came out from this guy, I don't know how many, like 50, 40, 60 years ago this guy wanted to get his wife out. So what he would do is he would slowly start dimming the lights of like, I think back then they had candles. So he would like, I don't know what he did, but he would find a way to slowly dim the lights of the living room in their house. And the wife would always be like, there's like, it's getting darker. It's getting darker. Don't he be like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. And he would intentionally continue to dim the lights to the point where she went insane, trying to convince him that the room really was getting darker. And so like that's where the literally gas lighting, he lit the thing with gas and he would, you know, manipulate it to the point where she went insane and he had her certified and put her into a mental institution. So that's where it comes from. It's, you know, technically defined as manipulating someone into questioning their own perception of reality. And so that is where it, you know, the historical context of the word gaslighting.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I I think you're right. TikTok can help you, like, def- has helped people define certain feelings. But, and we can talk about this in a whole other episode. I think that people now use the term so lightly that it's like it takes away from people who have actually been gaslit. Um, yeah. But to kind of segue back onto like the definition of gaslighting, there's like actually four different types of gaslighting. Um, and like, I think common examples could be like, outright lying, you know, manipulation of reality, which is the example you just gave, scapegoating and coercion. And so there you don't have to experience it in just one way for gaslighting to happen. But I think that it is very common, uh especially in in like relationships where there's like a power dynamic, like a huge power like difference in their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um And that also goes into like, I think what I feel like gaslighting is a on one hand, it's like a manipulation tactic abusers use, or people who are just not good people use. But on the other hand, it's like a lack of boundaries being respected or being made. And so, like, as somebody who has gone through abusive relationships in my past. Um, I feel like I had really I did a poor job of keeping my boundaries up, which made it easier for gaslighting to happen. Now I'm not mm-hmm. taking responsibility for the gaslighting, but I am saying something I could have done differently is be better about my boundaries. And every situation yeah. is That's just something that I've taken and learned from my experience as I've, I've as I've gone on my healing journey and healed. But I think like boundaries is a huge way to help avoid or help um, keep you safe from situations like this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so when you hear the word boundaries, do you get a positive or negative connotation to it?
0: I used to think it was a bad thing to have so many boundaries, but obviously as I've gone into my field and worked and experienced life in itself, boundaries are freaking amazing. They're great. I think everyone should have them. In fact, everyone does have them, but I think everyone should embrace them and keep them. Like boundaries aren't meant to keep people out, they're meant to keep the people you love in. And if somebody can't respect your boundary, then they don't need to be in your life. Yeah, I agree with that. And maybe that sounds a little bit harsh, but I think, like, again, life is really short. Time is precious. Like, you never get the same moment again. And so I feel like you need to really focus and foster those relationships with people who respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like what's one. Boundary hard. You have, yeah. though? Like, do you have like blanket boundaries or do you have different boundaries for different people in different situations?
1: I think I have um, more like, I think mine depends on the situation, the person, because like you, I've been very flexible about, staying strong to my boundaries so I have been walked all over but that comes from my people pleasing issue and so I did have I'm had continue to have boundaries crossed all the time but but I do think like I don't think I'm strong enough to have blanket boundaries for like there are some things that I just won't put up with and maybe that is a boundary like I won't I just will not put up with people that are constantly late to something and um things like that but I feel like mine is more is each specific relationship has its own boundary
0: yeah okay that that makes sense like but I also want going to challenge that thought like I think that you probably do have blanket boundaries you're just not aware of them because some people it people put a connotate bad connotation on having a boundary and so like it's hard for us to classify that as but like yeah if someone disrespects your kids that's a boundary for you
1: oh yeah for sure
0: and that's like, maybe one sure. to talk about, but like, that's a blanket boundary. Like your kids come first, your family
1: comes first. Absolutely. My kids first. And I guess another one that now that you have me thinking about it, like I do not have patience and I will not put up with anyone making negative remarks about me being a stay at home wife. Mm-hmm. Like, I just won't do it. I will not have you on in my life if you're going to do that kind of stuff. Oh, I will.
0: I will go to the batting cages for you on that one. I think we've talked a little bit about this. Like, unless you're living in that person's shoes, you have no right to judge
1: how they're living their life. Exactly. And even if you have, it's very different. Like, each person has their own journey. It's just, it, infu- it boils my blood when people make comments about that. And it's like, you're showing me more of who you are as a person than anything about me like it's really like you're projecting your own insecurities and jealousies onto me because that I don't look negatively upon my life's decision at all to like take a break from my career like I think it was the best decision I could have made and what I needed to do and I won't let anyone you know say something that shows that they think it's negative because if you can do that good for you just we're not we don't need to be friends anymore
0: yeah, I mean, and that's a boundary you have, and I think that's perfectly fine, and it's okay, right? Like,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I think it's really important, and this is, like, maybe piggybacking off of our last episode of, like, being mindful and present, boundaries are, like, all about being in tune with your needs and your wants and your desires, and, like, if we're talking about, like, there are different friendship boundaries than I would have out of, like, a partner or, like, family members and I think like a friend one I would have like with my friends would be like just being respectful of like being at different stages in life but then also like I don't have to agree with everything that you're doing but I'm not going to be put in a position where I have to like I don't know like lie for you or like I mean there are certain people I would like help like without a doubt, like no questions asked, like I would never like, I'm not a liar. I don't, I don't feel like I could ever put myself in a position where I'd have to have to like lie for somebody else. And so I think that's a boundary that I have. If that makes, if it makes you uncomfortable that I'm not going to like lie for you, that doesn't mean I'm going to go and tattletale on you. It's just, Mm -hmm. I want no part of that conversation, you know, and that's a boundary that I have with friends.
1: That's good. That's a good boundary. Yeah.
0: Um, Uh, Again, that doesn't mean like you have to like go and snitch on somebody. Like you don't have to like to like do that either. I think it's more about like being respectful of like your own morals and like what you're doing with your life. That's your life. That doesn't mean Mm -hmm. it has to implicate my life.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, not two people aren't the same. So why do they have to follow? Like you know, like it makes no sense. But yeah, that's a good I mean, that's a good boundary. And that keeps I feel like anyone who's gonna lie to you, you don't want them to be a big part of your life anyway, because that will affect your relationship with them. Oh, for so it's sure, better like, to just keep them out.
0: Yeah, like I, I have like less respect for somebody who lies to me, than somebody who like does something wrong, like, I'll use a very extreme example here. Like, and this hasn't personally happened to me. Um, With this example, but I'm saying like, if you feel the need to cheat on me and you cheat on me and you tell me about it, obviously I'm going to be really pissed off and upset and our relationship is over, but I would have more respect for you to like, tell me about that situation than to lie to me and like, put me in a position where I look like a dumbass in front of other people. Like, and so I think like, and that's a very extreme example, but even like something more I think common could be like if you don't like something that I've done, like have a conversation with me about it instead of talking to like our like other friends about it and then like me showing up into a group and everybody else knows something that I don't know. Oh my God, absolutely. That pisses me off. Yeah, like I think like
1: that so that's that like shows a- so much disrespect that shows that they don't respect your it's one thing to not feel comfortable maybe discussing something that someone has slighted you on. But then if you're going to go and discuss that with other people on oh, not that person that you have the issue with, that's such disrespect in my eyes and things like that. It's really hard to come back from that.
0: Oh, it really is. And like, I think like, and again, that hasn't necessarily happened with me, but I think like there are situations where I think you can talk to like your like, let's say something happens in my life with somebody else. Like I'm going to obviously vent to you about it or vent to my other best friends about it. But I'm necessarily putting you in a position where like that person would be in a room with both of us and they don't know what I'm talking about. Like, they don't know that I'm upset at them or they don't know. They've they've made me feel angry. Like, I think like, uh, you know, you mentioned people pleasing a couple episodes ago. And I don't know if you mentioned it today, but like, I used to be a huge people pleaser and I used to really crave like everybody liking me. And like, I would feel really upset if like somebody didn't like me because I feel like I'm a really nice person. I might joke and be like, oh, haha, I'm mean. But I think if you really ask anybody, like they would say that I'm a, I'm a super nice and genuine person, right? Yes. All the time gets like locked all over. And so now like, you know, part of like my healing process has been like to really like figure out like, do I actually like like this individual or do I actually like want to engage with this individual? And like putting up those boundaries of like, I don't have to like you and you don't have to like me and I'm okay with that. Like we don't have to be best friends. We don't have to be on everything. And I think that took me a long time, that concept, but that's a huge boundary that like has helped me become like happier and less anxious and
1: just like more authentic. Do you feel like this coming generation, and not Gen Z, because Gen Z was like after us, I mean, like Gen Alpha, which is like 2015 onwards, which is like your nieces and my kids and my nieces and nephews, they are not people pleasers, not in the slightest. And I think it's because of how we millennials are raising them, because we, like you and I, our generation were raised very differently differently. I mean, like our parents are boomers. Is that their generation? I don't know. But like they raised us very like when you see an auntie or an uncle, you go and you hug them and you put up with their shitty comments. Like I remember when I was getting married, I went to the store to pick up an outfit and like look for outfits for one of my wedding events. And the auntie there literally looks and she goes, "How, how do I translate it? She's like beta, which is like daughter. She's like, honey, she's like, you know, you used to be you look so up kitni, she's like, you look so good now. You used to be so ugly, is what she told me in Urdu.
0: What?
1: And I literally she's like, she's like, you used to be so bad looking before. You were skinny, you were ugly, and now you've blossomed basically. And I wanna be like, you, you know, beeping beep. Like you, what is how do you have the audacity to actually say this shit out loud? Like, do you not see how horrible do you sound? But like I was raised and I just smiled and nodded my head and just did nothing. But I feel like my kids, if someone says that to them, they would call them out on it because I'm not raising them to be people pleasers. I'm raising them to be respectful, but not people pleasers. And I feel like there's a big difference in that. I don't know if you, if you notice that in generation alpha or not, like when you're around kids, like, do you notice that? Or is that just me?
0: No, I definitely noticed it. I think like, you're right. There's, and I am laughing because my niece, my youngest niece, she is a fireball. If she doesn't want to do something. No, no, mossy. Like, or if she has a certain feeling, like my mom was uh, raising her, not raising her voice. She like was talking in a louder tone to me. And she was like, no, Nani, don't talk to her that way. It was so funny. I was like, oh. laughing because I was like, <laughs> Literally, she wasn't even yelling at me, but it was so funny. Like, um, So I think you're right. I think there's definitely a huge difference in, like, how we were brought up versus how, like, like, the new generation is being brought up. But I also think we were brought up, like, a huge on, like, respecting our elders, like, what will everyone else think? And I I don't think you – I don't think, like, speaking up is a form of disrespect. I think it's how you speak up, right? So, like, somebody actually – last year when uh, they saw me that I was back in town and I had lost a bunch of weight. They like made a comment. And I think I said this before. "Is like, oh. oh, like, did you get weight loss surgery? Or like, what surgery did you have? And I was like, I literally looked at this uncle. And I looked at my dad and I was like, you better come and say something. Cause, and then I, I, then I like thought about it and I was like, you know what? My response, the best response I can give right now is, you know, I worked really hard on myself. There was no surgery, but thank you for your concern. Like, and just made him feel very
1: uncomfortable. Oh, clap. I'm proud of you.
0: (laughs) Because I was like, first of all, you haven't seen me in like eight years. Secondly, and I felt like saying this, but I didn't say this. I was like, just because your family has tried to lose weight many times and has not been successful. Doesn't mean that you have to have weight loss surgery. Like they did. Like, yeah, I think like it's a, and and that's, because people project their like insecurities onto you and that's a boundary. Like yes. I'm, not gonna, I'm no longer going to take on somebody else's work. Like that's not, some, that's my boundary now. Like I'm no longer going to do the work for you. I'll help you, but I'm not going to do the work for you. If you're feeling insecure about yeah. something, that's a you
1: problem, not a me problem. Absolutely. Kind of said it better myself. Yep. And a lot of those comments are projections. They're absolutely projections, like the nasty, like, you know, horrible comments that people just make willy nilly without a second thought. Like, it just pisses me off. It just it makes me so mad. It's like, I wish people would think before they talk. Like, it just.
0: Well, that's common sense that they would think before they talk. But again, like people, you can't expect somebody else to have the same morals, boundaries, values respect as you do because no. it's just not that's just not the case
1: absolutely expectations are the destruction of
0: relationships
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like being gaslit like oh my gosh must. Yes. i've seen it or like i've observed it or experienced it like now i look back i'm like the hell was i thinking like you know like i'm not crazy like it's funny there was a situation between me and this individual, where I was like, Am I crazy? Like, did I, like, am, am I seeing this? Like, if I'm crazy, am I seeing this like the right way? And then one of my friends was like, without me even saying a single thing, like came up to me and was like, Dude, what the hell? <laughs> like, well, you know, like that just like made me feel so much better that somebody else observed the same behavior that I was experiencing. You feel validated. That yeah. like, that's validation without me even having to say anything. And like I but but the gaslighting's real. Gaslighting is a huge, like yes. That that notion is very real. And you you often second guess yourself. And it's okay to second guess yourself, but you have to like snap yourself out of reality. Like whether that's talking to a friend to like get a second perspective or um like slowing down and like literally like going through each step to be like was was this reality or was this in my mind and like I was at dinner with a girlfriend yesterday and um she was mentioning how like she had like a friendship breakup because her boundaries were crossed and like she was telling me about the situation and she's like but was I being really harsh and I had to think about it I was like you know like maybe five years ago, I would have been like, that's a little bit harsh. But now I'm like, no, you did nothing wrong. I think you like stated your boundary, this person crossed your boundary. And at the end of the day, like, we're too old, we don't have enough, like, there's not enough time in the world to foster relationships that don't serve you well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And I think, I think someone who's not willing to even let alone respect your boundary, but hear it and not make you feel like less than for having a boundary is not someone who's ever going to respect it. Like there was this, I was on a scrolling through TikTok the other day, and I think there's this, it was Indian guy, and he must have a podcast or a vodcast, and he was with his mom, and she's just going off on him. And it starts off with her being like, you're so selfish, you're so selfish, your whole generation, you know nothing about respect. And the guy is very calm, and he's like, mom, we're just talking about boundaries. And that, as soon as he said that word, it like triggered her. And she went off again, yelling at him, and she just kept saying the word selfish, and he kept trying to calm her down and take it back to the conversation. he was like, mom, I'm just telling you that I, you know, it's important to have boundaries and changes in their relationship as it progresses. And that allows for more respect of one another and allows, you know, someone like, you know, to want to be around that person because if they're constantly pushing your boundaries, you don't, and you don't want to be around that person. The second he would say boundaries, his mom, his mom went off like a crazy person. And all I saw was a really like, a woman who needs therapy because she's sitting here and yelling at her son for daring to even say the word boundary in front of her. And it's like, why do you think that just because you're his mother, because you're, you get the, you get to dictate and have the authority to do what you want. Like, I hate women who say that, like those children didn't ask to be born. You had that child. It's your, literally your job to like, you know, feed them, put a roof over their head, take care of them, clothe them, educate them. That's literally your job as a parent. You're not doing them a favor by doing that. And it doesn't matter whether you had to struggle to get that done or you didn't struggle. Like that is the bare minimum of your job as a parent to do these things for your children. And if they want to grow up and have a different boundary with you, because more likely you're the kind of person who's constantly crossed their boundaries why is that disrespectful? And this mom just kept going off on her son. And I just, I felt so bad for him because I'm seeing this video and I'm like, oh my God, if she's willing to act like this and with a video camera in front of her face, what is she like in private with her son? Like she needs therapy. And he, you know, I just felt bad for the guy. Like he was looked like he was my age and it's like, looks like he's trying so hard to have a healthier relationship with his mother. But she, the word boundary just triggered her to no end. And it's like, what's wrong with her? Like, what is like, what's wrong with you? It's not you're not mother of the year, because you fed clothed, and educated your child. Like, that's, I don't I don't understand that it makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, it, that's just like, well, as you were saying, saying that story, or sh- sharing that story, I was like, I was like, my blood was boiling, because it was like, that happens so much. And in, in a lot of like, our South Asian families of like, the expectations of like not having an opinion other than what your parents have. And I, I like, I'm really fortunate. My parents a allow, like allowed us, they, they educated us on being able to make our own choices. And like, they, they like really taught us to like have a mind of our own, but a lot of people I know didn't have that luxury. Yeah. And so, like, no, they didn't. it's like, mm-hmm. such. I mean, it's such a huge thing to talk about because we don't, a lot of people don't have that.
1: And I think our parents' generation, like, from what I see with my parents, like, my parents are immigrants, they came into this country, and I saw how much the struggles, like, I see a lot of like what my mom struggled with, like I struggled with, but in a different way that like getting married and moving and leaving the country and leaving your whole family behind. And it's not easy and it's really difficult. And she, they really, you know, they had, they really did their typical immigrant story. And I get all that, but I feel like our parents constantly lived in fight or flight mode and they didn't have the, not even like the education to understand mental health because it was such a, stigma from their generation, like you do not talk about being, you know, depressed or anxious or whatever, you just get up and you grit through it and grit and bear it. And that's it, you know, so they're constantly being in fight or flight mode and not having the resources or the luxury to be able to have a place to just cry and decompress and work on yourself and be happier and take the medicine for depression and fix your anxiety. Like they didn't have that. And so we had that. And we were educated on mental health, which is why we're changing the game. And our parents are like, they take so much pride in, like I got through so much worse than you. And I didn't even shed a tear. Well, it's like, I feel bad that that's what your life was. I feel bad that you were never allowed to shed a tear because you're human and what you went through was really shit and you should have been allowed to cry and, you know, scream and fix it and, you know, do all these things that I get to do now. But it's, I feel like that's not, that's something that they all like, You know feel like superheroes on like oh i got through so much worse than you could ever imagine and i never sat around talking about being depressed and anxious well you felt it you felt those emotions and those feelings and those issues you just weren't allowed to express it or fix it so it's not something to be proud about it's just like i don't know i don't know if like i'm just reading into that but that's how what i feel about that joke (laughs)
0: I mean, I I agree. I think that like it's it's really on one hand it's like eye awakening. Like our parents had, unfortunately, had to go through so much stuff without being able to kind of talk about their feelings. But on the other hand, they're also now able to. They have the ability to change that, right? Like, I think, yeah. In the past, like five to ten years, like my family has been more emotional, probably because like I'm super emotional and sensitive and i think all of my, my my sisters and stuff like have had their own fair share of like issues and things that they've had to go through and so my parents have had now had that luxury to like learn how to emote and it goes back into that conversation that we had earlier on of like always being on or always being in a certain state of mind and like even if i'm like sitting on the couch like not talking i'm like perfectly content my mom will be like what's wrong and i'm like mom you don't have to be showing an emotion all the time to like have something wrong or have something happy you know mm. but it's like I think that can go into like that two-way conversation of like you either learn from the past like which a lot of I think modern families have been doing now is like to learn to emote with their kids and I, that's what you're doing with your kids but like then it also goes in the polar opposite of what you were saying of like well we had to go through so much worse and We came to America with only five dollars in our hand. That conversation, that's those stories. Mm -hmm. Laugh because I'm like, (laughs) bro, you also bought a house for like two hundred thousand dollars, and now you can't get a house for less than like a decent, (laughs) like six hundred thousand dollars. So, (laughs) yes, we are not living the same lives. No, we're not. Um, But yeah, so I guess like a big takeaway for me on this this conversation is like standing up for like when you do see somebody being gaslit but then also like boundaries 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 and cry if you don't cry you're not emoting i'm sorry
1: then i don't emote because i don't i don't allow myself to cry i don't know what's wrong with me i want to cry all the time you literally the only time i do it. cry when You'll i allow cry.
0: yourself to cry you don't allow right. you can cry yeah. Okay, maybe crying yeah. is a strong emotion i'm just saying that because of my conversations over the past week but show emotion it's okay yeah. to the boundary it's okay to like feel a certain way your boundaries are important if it's important to you it should be important to those around you
1: yeah i mean it's true It's very true. I was in a I was talking to my sisters the other day and they were discussing something that I was angry about. And she's like, and she literally looked at me, she goes, When I do something that pisses you off, why don't you just tell me? Just tell me to my face. And my reaction to all, like whether it's my husband, my family, my friends, like if someone pisses me off, I'll just create as much space as possible because I constantly live in the fear of like saying something I'll regret because then you can't take that back. No matter how much you apologize, you cannot take back words that hurt somebody. And so I don't want to be that person that hurts people. So I'd rather just wait till my anger and, you know, subsides and I can formulate, you know, the words I need to say. And so she was just like, why? When you piss me off, I straight up tell you to your face, you're pissing me off. Why can't you just tell me that? Are you afraid you're going to say something that'll hurt my feelings? like, yeah, like, da-da-da, bingo. Like, that's exactly it. Like, I don't want to say something rude to you in anger. That's going to be something that I regret. And she's like, it doesn't matter. Just say it. And so, like, I think that's something that I need to work on in my relationships. It's like, you know, just, like, especially with the ones I care about. Like, I'll just, I need to really focus on, like, you know, like, just try not to be hurtful. But tell someone if they're pissing me off, like, don't hold it in. Because then it just grows and grows and turns into a monster so I need to like expand that boundary I have with myself I think
0: I love that and I also want you to cry so
1: please have you ever seen me cry no but I want to I think when we talk about grief you will I want to be a, a like a hot mess on that Episode. Oh, I, I guess okay. I have seen
0: you cry, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, yeah, I that, grief yeah. crying. I, I, I want you to cry in general, but yes,
1: you have grief cried. Yeah. We all have grief cry, but yeah, I don't, I don't let myself cry. I don't know. I know what it goes down to. I know what it goes back to. I know the exact memory that where I taught myself crying was not okay, but I'm like I say, like I said to everybody else, I'm in my, I'm close to forties. Like I need to get my, crap together and learn to just if I want to cry I'll cry
0: that's my goal for you I'm gonna make you cry
1: (laughs) you're such a good friend if y'all need a friend like you in our life I'm gonna make you cry
0: (laughs) Uh, okay join the group text message of all the people that told me I'm evil for thinking that but you know what I'm gonna own it cry cry girl cry (laughs) okay I'm just kidding I'm totally just kidding But. On that note, I do want you to. And I want to see if we'll have you cry before our
1: next episode. Oh, my goodness. Cross your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take All right, guys. See you next Bye. time. Bye.